there. How cool would it be to do the intro on Comanche? Oh, God, how do you say that word? We should learn that first. Comanche? 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 I don't know. It's okay. We are... We're not... Look... We are, are not are qualified. Are you speaking to the people now? Are you speaking to uh, me? If you want to. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bag on Tangent <laughs> podcast. Uh, joining me again for the second week in a row is Natalie. I hope Kyle comes back soon. Actually, funnily you mentioned that. Um, he's actually will be in the show today. He's going to give us a quick review of the show, of the movie real quick. We'll do that later, though, when Kyle feels... Kyle, when we're actually doing the review. But yeah, we, we probably should look up how to say Comanche. My Bef- dad knows. Comanche? But like, I think it's Comanche. But like, I, I, if, Comanche. Comanche. I, f- I feel like if I look up how to say it, it's gonna be wrong no matter what. Like I could hear it perfectly, and I still wouldn't be able to say it. I'm, I just, I'm not qualified to speak their language. We're <laughs> this not. This isn't. This isn't learning the whole language. This is like the difference <laughs> between. This is why I, I, I try not to worry about pronu- pronunciation pronunciation sometimes because I'm like, I'm just going to screw it up. I'm just too dumb to get this right. I need to, I can accept that I am dumb and I feel like even by trying, I'm insulting someone or something. Oh, but yeah, but by the way, today we're talking about the movie. What is this? Comanche. Comanche. All right. So it is Comanche. Okay. according to the Google woman. According to the Google woman. Uh, Do today, you want to hear the British No, I don't. Comanche. That's what that's what Kyle will say. That's what Kyle will say when he gives his his thorough thoughts and review of the of the of the movie. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Prey, the new Predator franchise film. Uh, it was released just about a week ago now on Hulu, and I mean, I think we watched it night of or the night after because I've been really excited for this movie, and I convinced you to watch it because I'm like, I think mm-hmm. you would really enjoy this. Based I, didn't, on I didn't know it existed. I was like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. The door just closed. It was a ghost, I guess. But I really like the Predator franchise. Um, I haven't seen all the movies, though. I will admit that. I've seen the first one. Saw half of the second one. Got a little bored of it. I've seen Predator vs. Alien. Predator vs. Aliens Requiem. I've seen Predators, which was actually my first Predator movie. And it's really underrated, I think. I did not see The Predator, which is like the 2018 or 2019 sequel boot, whatever that thing is. One of those, like... They ignore the other movies just to make a sequel to the first one thing, like Halloween. This is Halloween. This no, wrong Halloween. That one's. I know, but the other, but I can't, I can't sing that one's theme. It goes like do 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 do. It goes, it goes like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It goes a little John Carpentery. Yeah. Um, and I, but I saw this one. I heard the Predator wasn't good, like at all. Like it was a disaster. So I'm just not gonna bother. But I was excited I... for that one because Shane Black directed it and he wrote the other, the original movies. I hadn't seen any of them. I had, I knew the premise, but I hadn't seen any of these movies. I enjoyed this one. Yeah, yeah. Thought it, yeah, I thought it was a very solid film. I did it's too. It's exactly what it promised to be, which is a lot more than most movies do. Yeah, and it's a nice like hour and forty minute mm-hmm. story. It's it's straight to the point. It, it actually had an editor. It actually had an <laughs> editor, which I. I hate movies, and this is a problem we talk about a lot, but there's so many movies nowadays that go for, like, two hours plus that really shouldn't. I'm looking at you, Marvel, when there's, like, maybe an hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes of material. And they're like, no, we have to get that to at least two hours and ten minutes. And I'm like, you really don't have two hours and ten minutes of story here, though. But this movie, there's no fat on it at all. Like, it, it just no starts and goes. after credit scene. No, there kind of is, which will. Oh, that's not really. That's not. That's just credits. Yeah, that's just credits. That's just like artistic credits stuff. Yeah, that was nice actually. I did watch the credits. 
Um, I don't know if I... Let's just... I mean, I don't think there's much to spoil this movie. We can just talk about whatever. I mean, you kind of already know what's going to happen. Yeah, You're it's... like, the predator will come. He'll be <laughs> scary. Somebody will die. Somebody won't. That's about it. the predator. It's... That's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's more so the presentation that yeah. really nails this movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a predator fan, I know it's, like, all the little, like, Easter eggs and clues throughout. There were a few times where I would get excited, like, yeah, and you'd be like, what do you, what do you even I do have about? Um, an initial question for you. Yeah, as sure. Mr., as Mr. Predator. Mr. Predator, that's How my name. How do you feel about this film being called Prey? Yeah. Because I thought that was a really interesting choice, especially in perspective, because, mm-hmm. um... So the film, of course, if you're tuning in, you probably know this. Yeah. Follows um, a young Comanche Comanche girl. I'm so <laughs> we sorry. just looked I'm it so up. Sorry. You made me look a, it up a young on Comanche air. Comanche girl, um, and she wants to be a hunter. Uh, her older brother is um, the, the war chief. Yeah, he's the ch- tribe's war chief. There's a, a chief of the tribe. And then there's a war. And then chief. there's a war chief yeah. who is her brother. And um, he's really supportive of her, which is kind of cool. I'm glad there's no, like, sibling rivalry rivalry plot, because yeah. that would have been distracting. And um, essentially, the premise is, of course, the predator arrives, but um, during and prior to its arrival, she sees um, its alien ship move across the sky and mm-hmm. mistakes it for a Thunderbird, or maybe that is... The Thunderbird. It's yeah, not really it's clear. Not, it's not clear how often this happens. Yeah, that's one thing I kind of... In the beginning, it seems like, oh, everyone went in this tribe and fought Yeah, because they say it's the Thunderbird, so you assume this is like a maybe semi-regular but thing that happens. Then later they discuss how, like, she's like kind of jokingly, oh, you happen to, you had to choose this creature uh, to hunt. Yeah. So it seems like not everyone picks the same creature. Yeah, yeah, and it's this, different. And, and they no use one, different no things for trial. No one seems to recognize it either. So I think it's the first time. It seems like the first I time. When I first started watching it, I was a little confused. Yeah, um, that's one thing that's not entirely clear, but that's yeah, fine. I think that that might be viewer error, though. I bet if we had like fifty people watch this movie, only some of them would think that. Yeah, yeah. And we watched it together, so of course we're going to influence each other. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting about it is, she sees the Thunderbird, right? And she's the first one to kind of realize there's something strange mm-hmm. in the woods around where they live. And she decides to hunt it. So, in the other films, I think the predator, like, kind of picks who it's going to hunt. And yeah. that happens in this film, too. But I think, if I'm not wrong, because I haven't seen the films, you've just explained yeah. the idea to me. Um, this is the first film where someone has chosen to hunt the predator before discovering that they're being hunted by the predator yeah i think so so like, it's a difference in perspective i i think so as well and the movie really is about her vulnerabilities and her status as a woman in this tribe mm-hmm. and not necessarily like there is seem to be this gendered split like yeah they, they don't necessarily don't want her doing this because she's a woman there's just doubt as to if she can do it as a person more so um there definitely is that that gendered aspect of like because mm-hmm. she's a woman they expect one thing of her but she's I, um she's the only female hunter warrior type. Yeah. But I do I do like the point you make where this is the first predator movie where the main character's goal in this is to hunt the thing down. And she herself it's that classic case of like in the other predator movies, it's talking the title is about the titular predator, but eventually becomes about this battle of predators, who is the mm-hmm. apex warrior. 
And in this, it's more so her journey to go from kind of not weak because she's fairly strong she's and capable at the weak. beginning. Um, she but, she lacks confidence. Yeah, that's her thing. She always has good ideas, but then she lacks um the decisiveness to carry them out. Yeah, but so I, it's really nice because her brothers like, he acknowledges when they're hunting a mountain lion, she has a good idea, but he's the one who carries it out because he can. Mm-hmm. So he. He credits her with that, even though she's like, no, I need to do it myself. Yeah. But she's right. They're both right. Um, but yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. I like that it's called Prey because you're right. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those dual perspectives. Is she the Prey? She starts as the Prey because she's perceived as the weaker, mm-hmm. less strong person. But by the end of this, she's actively hunting the Predator. She's finding all of its weaknesses. Them. She's finding all the vulnerability she can. And she sets a trap for it. Kind of similar to the movie. first movie. I know that I'm thinking of it actually has to do with perspective. Uh-huh. Because um, she learns to use how the predator sees her or doesn't see her to her advantage. Mm-hmm. So she spends a lot of the earlier part of the movie trying to be seen and recognized by other members of her tribe. Like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. And um, some are resistant, others are just ambivalent yeah or like or vaguely supportive what's kind of nice about this is it's not it doesn't fall into the pitfalls of um other feminist type movies and i i want to use that i don't mean feminist is like this is a bad movie i don't like that word i mean it as <laughs> on the internet that is a bad um, word <laughs> it's more nuanced than i think a lot of films are when they decide oh i want to attach the word feminist to this project i want this to be a feminist film yeah. Because, of course, there is the gendered aspect. Like, you notice she's the only woman who's going out hunting. Mm-hmm. And um, other characters will say things like, oh, you should stay home, or we're going to take you home, or we don't need you here. But they never mention, like, women can't do that. Women yeah. can't. Like, they don't explicitly say it. And um, she also doesn't act like a man to yeah. defeat the predator. Like, she... Her mother tells her in the beginning, you have so many gifts, why do you choose hunting? Mm-hmm. And she does have so many. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a really clever person, and she figures out a way to make all of those things work for her. Yeah. So what I like about that is we have this um, portrayal of a female character who's strong, not in spite of her gender, which a lot of films do. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in spite of even gender roles, because she does do feminine things, feminine activities, like female-coded activities for the tribe. Um, but it actually makes her more capable of defeating this, this creature. Yeah, and it's her own weakness, or perceived weakness, that actually gets her out of situations yeah. most of the time. Because the predator is only actively hunting things it perceives as a predator. Is that typical? Yeah, that's, okay. that's the whole shtick with the predator. Like, it will only hunt things that it perceives as a predator. Mm-hmm. Because oh. it wants to be the apex top this dog. This might be fun, um... For you guys who are Predator fans, too. So I had never seen the Predator before. I had no idea what that creature looked like. Which is kind of fun for Blake watching. Because, like, you you didn't know what he looked like. Yeah, I'd never seen it. But um, apparently it wears a different mask Mm -hmm. in this movie than other ones. Which is kind of a fun idea. Because, of course, this movie's set 300 years in the past. And I think all the other Predator films are set in present day. Whatever that happened to be when they came out. Yeah. So we have this idea that the predators have also evolved, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. I'm trying to think if he ever, does he ever use the plasma cannon? No, I don't think so. Which is an interesting thing because like 
for Predator fans, I was always expecting to use it, but he never... He uses those darts, maybe, but he never uses the plasma maybe he, cannon. Maybe they haven't made the plasma cannon yet. Yeah, it, it could mm-hmm. be... Like his mask, it, they're technologically not at that point, but it also... I like thinking it is to... Maybe he's using less gear like that because he wants the challenge. Because different Predators will use different, like, mm-hmm. items. One of the most... One that he didn't use in this movie that a lot of Predators used that I was expecting to be seen used was the suicide bomb. A lot of Predators, once they die, they have, like, a bomb rig to their body that will automatically explode and kill everything in the radius as, like, a last-ditch effort. Which is such a petty, like... Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, if I'm gonna lose, then you die, too. Like, it comes off as really, like, cowardly almost, which is strange. But I like that he didn't use it because it's both the technology isn't there... It gives a more challenge for the Predator as a character. But also, I like thinking he did it on purpose to make himself go through more trials. Mm-hmm. Um, this Predator, you tell me that they have um, different codes of honor. Yeah. Or lack thereof. This one seemed to have genuine respect and interest yeah, I in think the so. things he was killing. Because he would always observe whatever... He, he, w- he was going to fight or attack, hunt, whatever verb you want to use. Mm-hmm. For some time before before going in and confronting it. Yeah. And you might take that as, okay, he's just, um, he's never been to this planet before. He doesn't know that a wolf is a predator. Yeah. So this is him learning. But he watches for longer than he needs to. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he seems to enjoy watching other creatures completely triumph. Yeah. Over others, not just, oh, that one's being aggressive. Yeah, it's also he's learning. Mm-hmm. He's learning their tactics, he's learning their um, things. He also takes trophies. Well, all oh, the Predators I guess they, oh, yeah. That's a common thing okay. for every Predator. But what I like about but that is... But he makes them into clothing. Yeah. Like, decoration. So he thinks, he finds beauty in them somehow. What's interesting to this about me, mm-hmm. for the movie, watching you watch this, is this is your first Predator movie. This is your first, yeah. like, analysis and viewing of their culture and their ways of doing things, and... From the get-go, you completely... You seem to completely understand kind of the basics of their culture. Like, kind of mm-hmm. kind of things they do, kind I of the things say, they... I would say, yeah, you did tell me things. Because I would yeah. ask questions. And some things he couldn't answer. Like, I kept asking, is the Predator actually invisible? Or is he only almost that, invisible? Okay. And that's why I can see him. Because I couldn't decide because this if is, they were showing me it. This is a constant... not perfect. This is a constant <laughs> debate among Predator fans. Is the invisibility... Perfect. Sometimes he's a, he's completely invisible and we can't see him. Yeah. And sometimes um you can kind of see where he is. Yeah. Like it hasn't completely loaded or whatever. Another thing, I'm saying he, but I'm like, what's to say the predator is male? I think, I think they are male. I think the, I don't know if that's official or not, but I'm pretty if sure it's fair to say male because. If they all look the same, how can we tell? I guess that's true. Uh, but would, we don't want to be ass- predator racist. I would racist. assume. That wouldn't be racist, that'd be sexist, dummy. <laughs> no, that's the joke. Um, I would assume it'd be male just because I know that these films came out in, like, what, what was it, the 80s, Nin- 19, 90s? Early 90s, late 80s, I you think, know, was the before, first Before women really did things <laughs> in movies or in g- general, Yeah, I, unfortunately. I think... So I would guess that the people who initially made The Predator were like, yeah, Shane oh, Black wrote is a, it as this a, is a male. This is a male. Yeah, he wrote it as a guy. And then the Predator is, I think in this movie he was played by a man too. Oh yeah, some big Not old that basketball that matters, player. Because like you don't actually see him. He is playing a giant alien. Mm-hmm. But no, but mm-hmm. so the invisibility thing though is a constant debate among Predator fans. Some people say it's 
it's it's shown that way in order to give the audience a way to actually see the it's predator. It's a visual cue. Right, it's a visual cue. Some say it's because the technology is imperfect when they're in motion. If they're standing still, you can't see them. But if they're in motion, it messes up. Um, my answer is it's literally whatever the writers need it to be. If the writers mm-hmm. need it to be semi-imperfect, then it's that. If they want it to be a visual cue for the audience, it's a visual cue. It's something they did not think that hard about when they made the first movie because they just... They just made it that way. <laughs> yeah, well, they could also, um, in this film, if they wanted to, they didn't go down this route. And honestly, I don't think they needed to mm-hmm. because the pacing I already thought was pretty good. Uh, and I really, we don't need everything explained to us. Yeah. That's just too much. But had they wanted to, they could have been like, oh, his invisibility is imperfect because they, hadn't, they hadn't developed it yet. Yeah. It's 300 years ago. But that's one thing I like with the Predator franchises. Everything we know about it, it's just visual understanding. No one has ever sat down and be like, okay, this is how the Predators work. Except Alien vs. Predator, which is why mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like that movie. We've been talking for a bit. I just want to give Kyle a chance to pipe in and give his thoughts. Kyle, what did you think of the movie? Pray good. Alright, thank you, Kyle, for giving your thoughts. Uh, he always has the most insightful and long-winded ways of saying things. But always always good things, I think. Thank you, Kyle, for being it's in today's show. Brit in him. It's the Brit in him. They just have a natural way of speaking. <laughs> You know, this is such a stupid joke. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, that's one thing that's cool about the Predator franchise is a lot of it is visual. A lot of the culture building and fandom is stuff we have kind of learned through them, at least through the movies. I know there's comics. I haven't really read the comics because I don't care. But it's stuff we've kind of learned through the movies themselves, which is kind of fun. Did the comics come before or after? I have no after. idea. That's they what I would guess. Yeah. They, there is a Dark Horse had the license for a very long mm-hmm. time. Um, and that was, like, one of their big licenses. That was the first Alien versus Predator thing. Like, I think they wrote it as, it came, it was a comic first, and then they put this alien skull in Predator 2, and then took them ten years to make a movie out of that, because Alien versus Predator took way too long to make. Um, which is a movie I enjoy, but it's not very good, like, at all. The second movie is unwatchable, because you literally can't see what's going on the entire movie. Is it the Batman effect? No, I don't think it's the Batman effect. I think the directors just didn't know what they were doing. And I think, honestly, and I think it's also an attempt to hide some of the shoddy special effects. Because the movies, I mean, they look fine, especially for the time. And they introduce some cool ideas, but it's, you know, it's Um, still early 2000s. I forgot to mention. Yeah. One of the reasons I told Blake I thought the Predator was completely invisible in some shots is because it's easier to film. (laughs) <laughs> just, like, you don't have to add, you don't have to pay for the cgi or anything mm-hmm. you just have to be like oh yeah guys he's definitely he's there, there. <laughs> he's definitely there it's like the invisible man mm-hmm. <laughs> when most of that movie they don't have to pay the main actor because he's not I mean, in the he's movie not, he's not the main actor uh, you know what it's I mean, elizabeth though. moss you know what I mean, mm-hmm. though. Like, the, the main bad guy, they don't have to pay, because yeah. he's not even in the movie for 98% mm-hmm. of it. What's so weird is when... We should stop talking about this, but it's weird when he appears at the end, because he did not look like what I expected it's Not at to. all. Not a, <laughs> it's kind of weird, because, like, it's a build, but then it's like, oh, it's just some dude. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like, it's just some fella, and you're like, that wasn't much of a scary fella. Um. Anyways, back on tangent, though, to, to pray. Um, one thing I liked about this movie too, and this is, this is something I think other people have said, but I've also said for years, all you need to do for Predator is take him and just put him in another time frame, literally any other setting. And it's, you have a movie and I 
like you could do Predator versus Pirates, Predator in ancient Rome times. But Predator can, versus Atlantis, and it ends with him sinking Atlantis. That would be freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. But like each time you do this, you reduce the technology he would have available. Obviously, he went back to like pirate times. He would have less stuff, like he does in this movie. And obviously, if they did that now, it would just become like. Like, oh, Predator, freaking, whatever, like in World War II. Like, it just would, it would just roll and roll. But you could do this once or twice and have a good movie still. And I feel like this, somebody finally sat down and said, like, there's an easy story here that we could tell. Um, I don't think the movie, story-wise, is all that complex. But, it's not, and it doesn't need to be. But yeah, and that's what I like. Like It's a... It's a continuation of a beloved franchise, mm-hmm. or so I understand. I've not seen said franchise. <laughs> um, and all the narrative feats are there. It's a good movie. It's, um, really what distinguishes it is character. Yeah. Our main character is very well developed. You care about her. Oh. Um, and so I she's, something. I think, the one that makes this, that elevates this from, like, a cookie cutter type action film you know it's gonna happen into something that's i'd say um thoroughly enjoyable to watch i forgot to mention we watched the comanche dub of this we did watch it yes i recommend it it was fun i thought it was really trouble reading fast don't do that (laughs) then don't do that but it was but Mm -hmm. it was really cool watching it in the native language just because it's you never see that in hollywood you never see a movie where it's and i know they filmed it in english and then they just put a dub Mm -hmm. over it but I just thought it was so fun. And for a while, we watched it for, I think, five or ten minutes. We're like, is there supposed to be English? We had to put on English subtitles. It doesn't do it automatically, which is kind of funny. But mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder how long we could watch this without subtitles. And I think you could mostly get it, I but think you, you wouldn't could. have all the subtleties. But, like, that's which what's... That shows it's a, visually it's a good film. Which, yeah, I, that is a compliment that you can understand mm-hmm. this movie without the dialogue because... It's a visual story. It really takes advantage of its format to tell something. Because all the cues and all the things they come back to, you understand because of the struggle of the characters and what they're doing. This works as a fully visual film, which is something you don't see a lot in movies sometimes. Sometimes movies are just so dialogue and word heavy and exposition necessary that it bogs it down. And it just that... I swear half the length of some movies is just people talking and explaining things back to one another. Oh, I hate it when people, like, when we have conversations in films and they're just to explain to the dollar crayons in the box what's going on. Yeah, like... Like, they'll just spell out whatever kind of theme they're going for or parallel. They'll be like, like, remember when you're watching Top Gun and there's that scene... Where um, Tom Cruise's character Maverick and his on and off girlfriend are discussing um, her daughter, and it's very obvious like she's kind of giving him instructions for what to do with um, Rooster. Are you talking and about then, this? You're talking about the second movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then she said, and then she like says something like, "Oh yeah, just like Rooster." Like, she just tells you this is what I'm saying. My, this. And this happens a lot in books, but I call this the John Green slash Jodie Picoult thing, where there will, in every one of their books, and they're not bad writers by any stretch. They, they're I, good. I want to say they're good. Hey, be nice. But no, I, I'm being accurate. <laughs> but in every one of their books I've read, there is at least a one to two page area where a character sits down and explains to the audience the themes and importance of a thing of the book. Mm-hmm. 
like it, it tells you why the book and the story so far has been doing what it does and the the themes of it I and i always i'm i'm so annoyed by that at least in movies you can kind of tell when the director was told okay you need to film a scene like this because the audience is confused yeah because <laughs> sometimes you're like okay this was filmed after and then they added it in yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of a m- books though that's all on you yeah that's all on you if you put that in there um but what else about prey uh visually looks good i can't believe this didn't get a cinema release even yeah, a limited yeah. release it looks better than most modern movies do at times mm-hmm. Really beautifully shot. Small budget, too. Like, they they did a lot with not a whole lot of mm-hmm. money here. And I understand it's kind of a niche audience thing, but Maybe I really liked the it. The CGI bear didn't look real, but I thought it was effective. Yeah. I, the thing is, though... Same with the wolf. I'm always... I'm always okay with CGI yeah. not being great in movies if your movie doesn't rely on it. Mm-hmm. Like I am, Those are minor events. Yeah. Animals. Like, I am ten times more mm-hmm. critical in a Marvel movie of bad special effects than I am the bear in this one, which the bear looks worse in this than any bad, bad quote-unquote, bad special effect in a Marvel movie. Because, like... And I understand the CGI artists and special effects artists and all that stuff at Marvel, they are, like, worked like cattle. Like, apparently they have terrible working conditions and they aren't paid very much. But your movie is relying on that. Your movie is reliant on the fact that you're creating worlds and creatures. It needs to look good. Like, in Marvel films, like, Thanos, he's the main bad guy. And... It looks... Thanos looks good. He's a CGI person. Yeah, he looks good. But the bear and the wolf, they don't matter that much. They just kind of... They function as symbols in the film. Yeah. Or as plot movement. What's mm-hmm. actually nice is this movie often allows and somewhat requires... I couldn't decide if I wanted to say allow or require. You can say it's both. Elements, um, <laughs> it's elements to carry out two functions. Yeah. Meaning it'll move the plot forward, but it'll also um, develop the theme, which is what good stories should do. And a lot of things, I think... A lot of films struggle with that. Yeah. And this one doesn't. Like, honestly, this was much more nuanced than I expected a pred- of a Predator film. Yeah. I I think this might be my favorite one, which a lot of people will say, well, the first one's the best, and I like Predators, mm-hmm. too. But, like, this is a far better f- trimmed movie. It's way... B- I think it's better put together. I like the it's first Predator movie. colonialism allegory, too. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of movies we have watched mm-hmm. as of late, the real uh, enemy of the movie was white people, I which is a running that. joke with you and me of movies we watch where there's always some twist in the third act where it's like, ah, it's actually white people. Did you notice? I thought this was kind of funny. Yeah. So, obviously, a movie like Prey is mostly going to be consumed by, I'd say, um, first an American audience and yeah. then other English-speaking um areas like the uk and mm-hmm. canada and places like that um uh, but the united states is a lo- very large population and i think this is a u.s production too. this was a u.s production. yeah so the evil colonizers we see in the film are not americans or like english settlers uh-huh. who will become american they're french canadians they're french canadians which is hilarious to me <laughs> for once americans aren't the bad guys yeah. we made it through we made one movie where the colonizers are not american the enemy of the natives you see, it wasn't just us. It's not they, all they bad. They could have just staged this movie a little bit south. Yeah. And it would have been it would have been English turning into American people. Uh-huh. 
but uh, I would I, every other group. But, but they're like, no, it's the Canadians. But it's fault. more interesting when it's Canadians because no, there's that language barrier. Yeah. Plus, um, it would yeah it would work better because for the, both the audience the and the character. The film was shot in English, yeah. so having the having our characters confused by people speaking English at them while they're speaking English with the group. right would look weird. Yeah. So it, it does help that it's French. Mm. Um, I, I love. I translated it for Blake. So I appreciated that, on. even though there were subtitles. Well, the <laughs> subtitles were in French. Yeah, yeah you're right. They yeah, were in French. You're not supposed to understand it, but I know what they're saying. Right. So I told but, you like, anyway. you get it watching. It's it. mostly them being crude and, like, saying. Cussing's like, universal. Like, it's a lot of cussing and, like, threatening to hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, my favorite bit in the movie, I think, is when. They've been attached to the tree. Spoilers, by the way, people. We said that the story. When they're attached to the tree as bait for the predator, and all yeah. the French dudes are like trying to trap the predator, and he just works his way through every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even a challenge. Like he's just like going through them. They're more of like an annoyance. He's just like honestly, oh, that it. seems really just for the predator to show off all the weapons he has. Well, yeah, yeah. it's cool. Because he <laughs> it looks he's, sick. Because um, because we're in a less populated version. Yeah. Of North America, there's fewer opportunities for him to attack people in groups. Really, though, so he, that's... I think they had that scene, so he had the opportunity to use more weapons. Yeah, but that's always how it is in Predator. He's never been like in New York City. There's never been like Predator takes Manhattan. Like that never happens. Mm. I just mean beforehand, it was always like one to four people. Yeah, I guess know? so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but it was fun watching them, like, just shoot him with their muskets and just reloading for mm. eight minutes and trying their best to kill the guy. It was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about this movie. I'd highly recommend it. It's, I mean, it's, it's on Hulu. It's got a beautiful dog in it. Very beautiful dog. Very handsome. Um, I don't know. You have anything else to say, or is, it, is, that, is that kind of it? I don't want to say anything else. Kind of good. The acting was good. I thought the casting was was good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was neat was a lot whenever we were in the camp. So, um, I guess where where they had all the tents, their uh, TPs, the tribe. Mm-hmm. There were always people just doing stuff in the background, which is really cool. And you're like, you know, that they paid someone to help them set up with an actual Comanche Comanche. <laughs> we looked it up. Um, camp would look like mm-hmm. like they're all they're they're just doing normal things in the background. You can kind of guess why they're doing stuff. Yeah, it's, and it, it's nice. everything looks so natural. Yeah, everything just looks like the natural. Oh. And no one's crazy buff in this, which is nice. It's that's such because, a small um, detail that I love. The French guys are all kind of fat. Yeah, they're <laughs> all like some are like thinner. They're very much like the worst European stereotype, which is very funny. But like um, everybody in this looks like a real person. The, yeah, the Comanche people—they—they they all look like real athletic people. Yeah, I know. Like, and I know in the first Predator movie, they're supposed to be like special ops, Navy SEALs guys, and like mm-hmm. one of the people. Because well, they wanted to cast Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, right? and one of the people in the cast, Jesse Ventura, was an actual former Navy SEAL. So like, they all look like just prime, yeah, perfect people. See. What? Dog soldiers. Dog soldiers. Yeah, it's a Scottish werewolf movie. Oh, we'll watch that then. That sounds cool as heck. Sign me up. It's uh, the guy who did The Descent. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. But, like, in this, everyone just looks like normal people. They like, And I, mm-hmm. I just like that because oftentimes in movies, you're almost, like, distracted by, like, nobody is this buff. 
no one is this attractive and beautiful mm-hmm. constantly. Gosh, the people in this movie are pretty. Oh, everyone in this movie oh, is yeah, pretty. Oh, yeah, and everybody has, like, different makeup and hair. Yeah. And you can kind of, you kind of guess what they all mean, but they never tell you, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, though, I thought this movie hit it out of the park. I really enjoyed this. I, I'd recommend it to people, even people who aren't Predator fans, I think you get something out of this. Um, and anything else you want to say before we, we call it a day? Solid movie. I recommend it to people. Solid movie. We recommend it to people. I think those are good. No, I have recommended. You have. Oh, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's 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 our thoughts on praise. If praise, (laughs) praise for praise, praise, praise for pray. Uh, If you enjoyed the show, you guys know what to do in the description below. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, next week, I don't know. Me and Kyle will figure something kyle and i kyle and i sorry kyle and i will do something so we can finally have finally have some boys not out time again (laughs) you need me i do need you or else i would starve uh but thank you everybody for listening uh everyone have a great day and go watch pray go watch pray yeah and sandman and say oh (laughs) sandman's good yeah i think next week will be me and kyle talking about sandman uh but yeah thank you guys so much Everyone have a great one and go get them tiger. I don't know what that I don't want to say. Goodbye. Are you Uncle Ben? <laughs> That's what Mary Jane says. Oh yeah. I started playing uh Miles Morales, the PS five version mm-hmm. on the PS five. It's really fun. The so I, I just like I just want to play like a little bit of it, kinda enjoy some of the PS five exclusive stuff. And like the triggers will adapt to like the web swinging, mm-hmm. so if it's further away the triggers react differently. I forgot that they replaced the Peter Parker, though. It's a different Peter Parker than it was in the first game. Oh, uh, why did they do that? It had something to do with... Oh, phone's still going. It had something to do...